The following presentation involves three friends who get together and talk confidently about topics they know nothing about. Chris sabotages the audio for the podcast. Like, my voice always sounds better when we're recording. And then he does something, like right now he's doing something that's Well, he told me he likes good. to make it a little bit more effeminate and mm-hmm. a little more appealing for the audience because, you know, the show's kind of lacking the female touch. Yeah. And Pat, you're the only one that can deliver that. So he's got to adjust your voice to really nail it. For that's people. fair. That's fair. I'll take it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> Can I just jump in here? As you wish. I've decided that I'm going to be the intelligent one on this podcast because I know the most about everything. Your love of the half thing belief has clearly slowed your mind. I mean, these people are not audio people at all. They have no idea. Until they let me actually run the show here, I'm kind of just letting them talk. Are you talking to us? No, we're rolling, yeah, so um, continue. I don't know. Now that the mics are on, I don't really want to talk. A little fight now. I like that. Throughout my day, I mean, honestly, I, I hate most people. <laughs> <laughs> now, get excited. I am very excited. I am always excited. Here they are, stupid fat hobbits. If he says it, I will punch both of you in the face. Are you ready, gentlemen? Quit, if he I says the word gentlemen the or let's get started, the let's get started. Oh, let's get started. Let's get started never bothered you guys. It was always it gentlemen. All, yes, it does. Uh, yes, it well, does. Well, wait, well, actually. The gentleman uh, one really pisses me off. Though. Do you think you look cool, Pat, with your hat backwards? Like, honestly, it's ridiculous. Was he wearing the hat backwards when he hit the hole in one, though? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Pat and I went golfing uh, on Monday. Was it Monday afternoon? And he got a hole in one, which is kind of ridiculous because if anybody's supposed to get a hole in one, it's probably not going to be Pat. I thought I would definitely have a hole in one before Pat. And so I'm like really salty about it. But that's just the way life goes, you know? Well, we looked it up and the odds are one in 12,500 to one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you like, should have bought a lottery ticket right afterwards i know the yeah, your odd, yeah your odds are probably like super apparently you could like if you go in and tell the clubhouse to like <laughs> what was it they'll give you like a little get you a trophy, and a trophy and they put your name up on the wall. wall but it was closed by the time we ended but i didn't even think of it because you know getting the hole in one is enough on its own i don't need to be immortalized are you gonna go back though and get that trophy i mean i hope he goes back and gets the trophy well we i mean in in honor of everyone who's gotten a hole in one, we've asked our audience to participate. <laughs> this is true. So our first caller who claims he's gotten a hole in one has called in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones, Chris. Thanks for joining us. You claim you got a hole in one? Hi guys. Yeah, I got a hole in one the same way Pat did. I just put the ball in the hole, I shanked the <laughs> shot into the woods, and I told everyone uh, the sun blocked the view and that it was really hole in one. And I hired some guy to go golfing with us. Get him on film to confirm it. So, Pat, I, re- I know how you really got that hole-in-one. Same way I did. It's funny. There's a story about this guy, actually, that claims to have, like, 700 hole-in-ones or something. And people speculate that he like, doesn't actually get them, that he, like, you know, makes it up. He'll, like, end up hitting this shot on, like, a part three before anybody else gets the tee box. He'll, like, go over there early and then be like, you know, he'll, he'll like have placed them in the hole like early on. I'd be like, Oh, I gotta go make a phone call. He'll like drive up to the next part three. They're going to go to like drop a hole in, ball in the hole. 
uh, pretend to have hit early and then be like, oh, maybe we should check the hole. And like, it'll be in the hole. They'd be like, oh. Wait, this is like a thing? Is this, is this like just a one guy thing? that like... What a fucking scumbag. But it's not like nobody actually has proof that he does it either way. Some it, people well, have. that's the most frustrating thing about it. It's hard to prove or disprove. Yeah. Like, there's no evidence I got a hole in one besides you and uh, the guy we were playing with as witnesses. So if you denied it, right? you know, the only one who really knows I got a hole in one are us three. And eventually, if you denied enough, you'll forget. So well, now that I think about it, I'm not sure he did. And, and here we go. And here we go. <laughs> I mean, I think the fact that you were golfing with someone you didn't know helps your case. It makes, yeah, it makes yes. it a little juicier. And I did capture a video <clears throat> as we were walking up to the green. So, like, I tried to get it as quick as I could, you know? But... Mm-hmm. Anyways. Did the guy go down to the green before you guys? Was he was he the plant? Let me tell. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that would be good. Get, we paid him off like a few Benjamins and said, "Go down there and plant a ball." Who says a few Benjamins? A few Benjamins. Yeah, seem cool. I think. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, caller. Uh, caller will actually be joining us, or callers will actually be joining us throughout the show today. Um, they're AKA our guests for the episode. Um, we've never done this, but well, I guess we've done this <laughs> once where we had like a for the finale, we had planned callers coming in and time slots. But this is going to be more people are calling our line to right. weigh in on topics we're talking about exactly right throughout the episode. Yeah. So with that being said, let's kick it off. Thanks for tuning in. Well, I didn't even start the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We got to change. Did that you say welcome point. from the podcast? No, welcome from welcome to the podcast. Did I say from? I thought you said from. I've had multiple listeners say every time Chris says welcome to the podcast that he doesn't actually say that. So we need to run the tape at some point and see like if you know how to speak. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. It's passable. Is that a word? You're not doing it. We already talked about that. That was official. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, great to have you here. Uh, great episode today, obviously, because... Chris, your thing is beeping. My thing is beeping? I think we have another caller. We have another caller. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the phones. Uh, who's on the line? Hi, it's Caller 5. Oh, hey, Caller 5. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Friday morning, everyone. Rise and chat. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Friday, uh, Caller. Caller 5. What remember, you... <laughs> start your Friday like uh, like the stupid bad hobbits, cracking open a Truly. That's the way to go. <clears throat> it's truly the way to go. We're going Corona Seltzers today, though, Caller 5. The key is to keep an open mind, Caller 5. Caller 5, what do you think of our intro? Uh, I think your intro is pre-recorded. A um, <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit low effort, uh, but, you know, it's good. By the way, Caller 5 is wearing a SFH t-shirt right now. Oh, crap. <laughs> Caller, five, really awesome. Caller 5 is the only fan with the t-shirt, though. None of the other callers are None of the other callers have it. Yeah, I don't think so, man. <laughs> Well, Johnny, you want to kick us off with some breaking news from Florida? Uh, yeah, let's get to the news. This is breaking news from Florida. Florida man wears fuck the police shirt to court and wins. <laughs> Does that mean Johnny won? Whoa, 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 we have a new caller. Wait, line. Is caller uh, let's go to the story. phone. <laughs> <laughs> Your uh, producer didn't kick me off the line. So. Oh, it's, it's just a call. Call five. We're going to have to hang up on you so we can open the lines up for new callers. Peace, guys. All right. See you, caller five. <laughs> but I was going to say, I mean, did what he went? Well, honestly, is that the whole story? So he went to court <laughs> wearing a fuck the police T-shirt. Yeah. To argue his case. And he won. He won? He won. 
He won what? His court case. <laughs> oh, I, I thought he won something. But I, you know what? Let's bring in Caller 6 to give their opinion on this topic. Caller, Caller 6, Caller how you 6, doing? what's your opinion on the, how the legal system was? was Johnny, what's, what's your problem? Hi, this is Caller 6. I'm honored to be on here. Um, I think either the guy you know, had the hots for a police officer and really wanted to bang one of them, or, uh, and that's why he wore the fuck the police shirt, or he knows the judicial system in Florida is a joke because he reads too much of the news or listens to Johnny's uh, news from Florida. Caller, I love where your head's at, um, but it, it was, no, not, not the case. Um, <laughs> not the case. Wait, there was nothing uh, <laughs> There was nothing going on between him and a police officer? R- of, romantically? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Uh, my investigation um, saw nothing of such things. Also, please don't refer to Caller 6 as Caller 5. I just <laughs> said Caller. Who said Caller 5? I thought he said Caller 5. Did uh. he say Caller 5? Who's this caller five punk? I want to. You know, this is going to get up. confusing. <laughs> um, basically, he was harassed by the police, kicked off of public uh, property, wasn't allowed to record a police officer. So the cops gave him a ticket for uh, something that was bullshit, like uh, something covering his license plate. It says. So he How says, "I will, I will see you in court, sir." And showed up wearing "fuck the police" on a black T-shirt, argued his case, and won. Did, did he represent himself? He did. <laughs> like a true American. That's pretty impressive. Although I don't think, like, wearing a "fuck the police" shirt is actually that offensive in a courtroom. I don't think it matters. You're not saying you "fuck the legal system." Out. You're just saying like, "fuck the people who no, enforce dude, it." No, dude, they're all buddy buddy together. I think that the even... Co- yeah, no, 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 no. I, I would say the cops have an advantage because they know the judges and the prosecutors, but the judge is still, like, you know... Impartial. Yeah. See, you'd like to think they were impartial, but a lot of times they aren't. Well, here's the thing. There was a big this court case about, that they're like, not you know, in this disrespecting <laughs> the police. You're allowed to do that legally, so... Yes. I don't think the judge. I think the judge would not take that into consideration. Yeah, well, sorry. I, I, I wanted to say this proves that they are impartial. In this instance. In this instance, yes. I'm sorry, why are we discounting the theory that he wanted to have romantic relations with the entire (laughs) police force of the U.S.? (laughs) I mean, that's what his shirt says. I might might go back and research that angle. (laughs) This is some... I've never heard somebody refer to that phrase as being synonymous with romantic relations. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he loves pigs in a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been good. He brings in a tray of pigs in a blanket along with his t-shirts <laughs> and, and his donuts. Mouth. Yeah, that mm. is a good bit. That is a good bit. <laughs> That's a very you know top topical Florida news. I'm surprised you're kind of with the times here. You know, I try. You know, got to keep it fresh, like uh, Florida orange juice. Yeah, freshly <laughs> squeezed. That wasn't a pun. Just a um, a simile. <laughs> or fresh, like fresh baked pigs in a blanket, because <laughs> you don't want to be serving, you know, like stale, day old pigs in a blanket when you're having romantic relations with an entire police force. <laughs> I mean, if you if you're serving stale pigs in a blanket, no one's gonna want to have. <laughs> Why <laughs> this, this phrase "romantic relations" is just <laughs> because I think we're trying to stray away from using no, fuck the no, police I in think every it's... scenario here because it's just a little bit aggressive <laughs> in the context of romantic yeah. relations. It looks like we're getting a new a new call here. Uh, is this caller seven? It's caller seven. Let's go to the phone. Uh, caller caller seven. What do you think about the phrase "romantic relations"? 
Uh, this is caller seven. I think romantic <laughs> relations are entirely synonymous with, uh, you know, fuck the police. Oh, I mean, but that's, that's I certainly also, your pride. I, I, I've been listening to the show, and I read this Cosmo article that actually said pigs in the blanket are this year's biggest turn on. So that could <laughs> really? be what they were thinking. Well, the more you know. Is, is it in Vogue magazine? <laughs> So, Cosmo, buddy. Cosmo, Cosmo. <laughs> I mean, basically, this Thanks, guy. <laughs> this guy knows how to get his news. Yes, clearly. Johnny, why don't you ever get it from Cosmo? From from the Cosmo? Yeah, that's how we learn like the inside scoop. You know. Well, is that a pun in some ways? No, it's well, not. Co- nothing. Cosmo, cosmopolitan ice cream. That's how we get our scoop. I was thinking more of like the Cosmos, like like the universe. Is cosmopolitan ice cream that? Horrifying, oh, heinous no, that's, creation. That's Neapolitan uh, yes. ice cream. Yeah. What the hell is Cosmopolitan? I think, ice cream? I think I confused a cocktail with ice cream flavor and cosmic brownies. That's never a good thing. Um. Well, very good. Yeah, guess that's another reason not to live in Florida. Not to live in Florida. Well, it kind of sounds like living in Florida isn't so bad in that one. Well, it's not the worst thing in the world. But. Well, I mean, do you want a whole police force trying to? Uh, Romantically, Romant- involved romantically involved with themselves with you? I guess I think not. So. Well, let's go to Around the Table. Around the Table! AT&T, Around the table. Around the Table. Around the Table! ATT, pass it around. ATT. Did you want to? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you. I would like you to say, Pat, please take us from here. Pat, please. <clears throat> Pat, please take us from take here. Take us from here. Thank you. My question for today is you are sharing the back seat of a car with three adults. You two are on the outside. Okay. Who's riding bitch? You? <laughs> that was just un- unneedlessly aggressive. <laughs> what is that, the middle seat? What? It, mm-hmm. I, yeah. My question is, do you passively, passive-aggressively spread your legs for space, or do you let the person in the middle seat have... Some decent leg room. This is kind of similar to the airplane. How tall are No, 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 uh, no qualifiers. I think, I, need to hear, the, I think I need to hear a caller arguing this in principle before I give my. You want to hear someone talk about it before you even give your. No, I'll, yeah, I wanna, I'll give mine, then we'll take a call on the Okay, all right. I'll, I'll take a call later. I don't spread my legs out if there's three people in the back. What if you're? I will. I will kind of lean. To, do you do the lean with the, lean the legs to the left together the legs towards the towards the, the window? Okay. Yep. That, I think yep. that's the right I thing agree. to do. I agree. Well, yeah. we all agree on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way to do all it. All right. Well, we got a, we got our <laughs> caller to weigh in on <laughs> Let's our uh, caller eight. You're on the you're on the air. Hi, my caller eight. You're yes, caller eight. This Welcome is the Hobbit hotline. Um, I'm gonna be in the Hobbit hotline. This actually, as someone who comes from a family of tall people and only having one front seat of any car common issue and i i'm with you guys all you got to do the like you can scoot your feet to the middle but you got to put your knees on the door whether you're on the left or the right yes. and the middle yeah. person always gets to spread yeah because the middle yeah. just kind of sucks i think the rudest thing you can do in in life the rudest thing you can do is have a side seat and completely spread your legs so the middle seat person is like up with their like legs together on like the hump yeah <laughs> Now, it's de- it's dehumanizing. It's funny when I think of this though, because obviously I agreed. If I was in the side seat, I would put my legs to the side together, give them some space. If I'm in the middle seat, though, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't hate the middle seat, and I always keep my legs together. 
<laughs> I feel like you're used to that though because you cross your legs so much. No, but I think I, I have too much respect for the people in the, in the outside seats. I, I'm basically like I'm already taking one for the team by sitting in the middle. Why not let them have a bit more luxury? You know, luxurious. <laughs> that that argument makes no. Oh, so you just go full generosity? I'm going full generosity. I am okay. I am extending the you know. Is it generosity or being a bitch? <laughs> yeah, it's only see, being that's a bitch. Is they're like went. put your legs together, yeah. Chris. <laughs> but like as the. Chris, uh, the Two things. One, you're not going to get pregnant if you live like that, so good move. Two, keep your, keep your knees together. Uh, this is true. Two, did, does your head not hit the ceiling, though? Like, are you not, you know, depends on the car. The depends on the car. Yeah, but even if you're in a small I mean, a not all of us, caller, I don't know how to tell you, but not all of us are like six, seven. Caller eight, uh, if you're, let's, let's reverse it. If you're in the middle seat, do you think it is entirely within your right? to just spread your legs as much as you want for maximum comfort? Uh, well, here's the thing. Like I said, head hits the ceiling. So I'm like a slouch and knees kind of rest on the outer edge of the two front chairs. Uh, that's, okay. a, that's an appropriate. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. An appropriate uh, and you keep your feet in the middle so that the other people can spread theirs out to the side, to the middle, and keep their knees on the wall. So, yeah. so I have another very niche question that's like, a question within this question that's if if you have a 98 buick lesabre which has a front middle seat <laughs> how does that person sit because if you spread your legs you're going to basically cause the driver to crash <laughs> well you can't i mean that do you just that have- person now that's that's a great example that person actually they put their feet on the lap of the driver and their head on the lap of the passenger they just lay down across okay. the front. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Take. That's more of a doze. That's the safest way to do it. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just a dog seat. Like, maybe it's meant for your pet. I don't Well, we always used to sit up there when we were... When we would drive down to Florida, we had this old GMC. And the person who got middle seat, it was like half punishment, but half like you got to sit up and you were in charge of like the food and the music. Brian and like you got had that power. seat a lot, didn't he? You had power. Brian was actually... My younger brother was a pretty docile traveler. He would just kind of sit there and like, you know, I don't know what was going on up I here. I assume he would want the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> but he would wait his All of the Pacers family wants snacks. But that I, is factual. I'm just they saying I think the, the front middle seat has a certain aura of gravitas. Did you say, did you say Swinton? You're like, <laughs> has a Swinton gravitas? <laughs> yeah, sweet Swinton. Well, uh, let's let's take another call here and see and see what um, you know. Maybe there's a different perspective. Caller nine, uh, you're on the Hobbit hotline. What do you think about this topic? Uh, Pat, question for you: Did your family, you guys, eat a lot? Did your family have to pull over for bathroom breaks? Is that like a frequent issue you guys had to deal with? <laughs> because of his adrenal issues. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's actually. Like, how did you guys road trip? Like, that's a good was that question. Possible? Um, I think my parents honestly like carefully rationed how much liquid we consumed. That's the best way to do it. Um, we they didn't give you some like uh, catheter bags or anything. I don't think so. Gatorade bottles, maybe. That would have been a disaster. You don't drink anything, you don't pee. So. Could you imagine having seven kids behind you just with their own personal Gatorade bottles? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a Windows down trip, yeah, for sure. I think we just sort of timed it, and if our parents said hold it, we held it. Because back then, you know, kids listened to their parents. They had a, you know, a healthy respect for authority. <laughs> authority. <laughs> when did you become Southern? 
No, that's just how old people speak. And we're old now because like Gen Z is the new generation that we have to like crap on because that's what all older generations do. Well, all future no podcasts. One, and no then one sees this. Be... Did, have you guys noticed this? This trend where every older generation thinks the younger generation is far, far worse. But like it happens every single generation. Except, except for... Except for Gen Z, or whatever generation we are, we're millennials. No, oh, you're Gen Z, Johnny. I'm, so I'm. I mean, Pat and I are millennials, but we're yeah. in the very, very tippy. So top everyone of that. hates millennials. Yeah. No one hates Gen Z. Yeah, everyone hates Gen Z. People, no, no one dude, hates Gen Z. Dude, yes. Gen Z is like, is like the the in between of like don't really care about anything, and we don't really That's fuck why with hate anyone. Gen Z. No, no, they hate millennials because you guys get in everyone's business and think your issues are so No, big. that's Gen Z. No. Gen- millennials are, like, depressed and, like, just don't know what... No, that's what, Gen like- Z. No, Gen Z is everyone is online all the time. Wall Street Journal wrote an article about this. It was like how to make Gen Z people happy in your workplace. It was like they don't like face-to-face conversations. They don't like socializing with each other in person. Everything needs to be online. Everything needs to be through like technology. They're disconnected from the world and they're pitiful human beings. All right, we've uh, got we got all I know is the people born <laughs> that's the, you're, that's the point. The people born in 95 to 99 are the last of the elite and that is the last point. Those, those are like the hybrid millennial Gen Zers, especially See, if you grew up right. in an I'm older not really family. Either, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. kind of ironic he thinks himself as the highest level oh, yeah, of humanity. You're, you're, uh, so Johnny, I think it's your <laughs> duty in life to keep them together. You're the linchpin. You're the glue. The to keep the fabric stone. of our society, the cornerstone, to keep our society from crumbling. Well, I think we have another hybrid Gen Z millennial caller. Oh, caller 10. Uh, you're a Gen Zer, huh? You're a hybrid. I'm a millennial. Proud, proud and true. Not a Gen Zer. The Gen Zers are ruining the world. All those younger <laughs> kids, you know? There you go. They come in and they just change things and they have their own crazy ideas. And I'm telling you, like... Younger kids, they never get it right. They never get it right. See? Kids these days. Damn. Hybrids, take. the hybrids know yeah. what's you know, real. Caller, what was that, Caller 9? Caller 10. Caller 10 sounded eerily like Caller 9. Are, are you call, Where are you calling from, Caller, caller 10? Swaziland? Are you familiar? Uh, yeah, I can identify the accent. Swaziland. Yeah, yeah, you, you sound Swaziland. a lot like the previous caller. That's just, I guess, maybe it's just like a millennial thing. <laughs> we're just trying to get a big international following for the podcast over here. So we're making everyone call in tonight from Swaziland. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, apparently, so. you guys all sound the same. I know that sounds mildly racist, but, you know, I'm not, I don't know your culture that well. well there's only one family in Swaziland. You know, I'm a little surprised because it, it's called an accent. And you think the intellectual on the podcast would know what an accent is. No, no, no. no. I, I know Shots your accent. Fired. I was just trying to place it and you sound exactly the same as the other eight callers which is just kind of <laughs> odd but i guess i've learned about swaziland where well, is swaziland you, know, you learn something new every day that's your intellectual textbook and it's a beautiful place thank you i think because he has just challenged my intellectuality we should challenge his intellectuality oh i like this caller 10 are you willing to participate in a do you have what it takes to be an intellectual I, I'm up for it. I'm not ready for it, but I'm up for it. Let's do it. This is Do You Have What It Takes to Be an Intellectual? I'm smart. He's smart. <laughs> All right. The rules are this you will have two minutes to answer as many correct 
questions as you can of a topic of our choosing. If after that time, Patrick Patius deems your answers to be credible enough, he will deem you an intellectual for the episode. This will be more of a round table questioning because I've included both Johnny and Chris because I think that's fair. Quick, quick point of clarification. Um, do I get a free T-shirt if I become an intellectual? I know that's like a common theme this season. So Actually, that, that. that may have been. I think it might have been. A, well, I, you, you'll at least get a certificate of intellectuality. Look, Chris, if you, uh, Chris, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Caller ten, if you think that winning it garners you some like material wealth, you do not know what the intellectual contest is about, sir. So just think on that while you answer your questions wrong. <laughs> let, let me earn it first. You're right. Let me earn it first before I start demanding things. All right. Caller 10, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be, as I said. <laughs> are you ready? I'm uh, Yes. Johnny, are you ready? Uh, yeah. All righty. Your topic for today's contest is spirits. As in like... Ooh. The alcohol variety. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't have said liquor? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's more intellectual. You know, you have to go with the intellectual phrase. And your time starts now. Chris, what are all of the ingredients? Sorry, color five. What? Sorry, <laughs> color, color ten. ten. Color ten. <laughs> Start the time over. Start the time over. We can't <laughs> call him Chris. Yeah, I know. I tried to say the I did you see how I did it last time? <laughs> Uh, caller 10, um, can you name every ingredient in a Long Island iced tea? Uh, vodka, rum, uh, whiskey, coke, uh, splash of lime, or lemon, and I know there's one more, but I can't, uh, uh what did I say? Whiskey, rum, tequila? Tequila, Am I, I think that was one? the one you missed. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if that's correct. Uh, that's, that's not correct at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Collar 10, what is the difference between a column still and a pot still? Uh, a column still is vertical, and a pot still is a horizontal line. I mean, no. But, <laughs> no. Good, good try, Collar 10. Collar 10, what is the only peated whiskey made in Ireland? Uh, Tullamore Deal. <laughs> that is an Irish whiskey. Uh, color 10, vodka is Russian Lagavulin, for... Lagavulin, No, that's a scotch. Oh, my uh, God. Color 10, vodka is Russian for grain <laughs> spirits that haven't been flavored. It means what? Water. So close. <laughs> color 10, what is my favorite type of whiskey? Uh, <laughs> Basil Hayden? No. <laughs> Tin cup. Ooh, I forgot about tin cup. Tin cup. Is right, it the one with the little the man on top on the on the cap? The man on top. We we got another question coming. Got another in, question. You want you want to you want to use up your time on Winston pass, Churchill's pass, pass. Winston Churchill's mother created <laughs> which cocktail? Gimlet. Nope. Oh, that's actually kind of a good guess. Call it ten. Uh, uh, old fashioned. No, you you got it wrong. So next next uh, next <laughs> question. Uh, Paul Revere had two drinks of what alcohol before taking his famous ride? Whiskey, rum. Ooh, rum. rum. Ooh. And caller ten. Ooh, that is the time. Uh, 
Color 10, would you like one question? A redemption one. Would you like one redemption question? I'll take one redemption one. All right, let's put our heads together here. One redemption question to rule them all? Color 10. I'm ready. Are you an intellectual? If Pat deems me so, but in no other <laughs> circumstance am I. Great that was, answer. That was not the official question, but... A I, humble answer. I do like that. I do like that. Does that mean I'm an intellectual? Color 10, this is the real question. On a, on a fine uh, winter's eve, Pat is sitting in an Irish pub. Scratch that. Pat is just sitting anywhere. <laughs> Pat's always sitting. What whiskey would he select? Ooh. Uh, I can give more context if you want, but it might not help. Give a little more context. There's a, there's a roaring fire, of course. Perhaps some lads to, uh, you know... Drink Some along lads? with. What are you doing with these lads? No, no, like friends, lads. Uh, <laughs> is he? Uh, is are, he pigs in a blanket? There are them? no children around. It's just me, my whiskey, and uh, maybe some friends. Talking Pat, about old times. Pic- here, here's my answer, Pat. I picture you next to a roaring fire with lads around you. You've got an Irish sniper in one hand, a nice freshly squeezed pig in a blanket. In your other hand, you're dipping in the drink and you're wearing a shirt that uh, is about being intimately involved with police officers. <laughs> I like the answer. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that answer is correct exactly, but your cognitive ability to put together all the topics we've talked about is quite impressive. Well, we need an I'm answer. I'm just a hardcore listener. We need an answer, Maestro. We need an answer, an official decision. Look, I, I, I understand that you're a man who lives in the moment, but based on your uh, your results and of the actual questions, I don't I don't know if I can call you an intellectual this week. <laughs> wow, wow, Will you be wow. zero zero correct? I don't think there's any redemption for getting everything wrong. There's not much to say <laughs> no, either. There's, there's nothing. Granted, that was one of the harder ones we have yeah. ever. I'll call back it. I'll call back in next week. Yeah, next or week next we'll, we'll get it. Well, thanks, caller ten. Appreciate you calling in. I actually, I actually talked to the people of Swaziland, and I, uh, we all need to go for the night. Absolutely. Thank you, Caller 10. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having Keep me. Keep listening. Have a good, uh, good night or a good Friday morning, and I'll, I'll talk to you later. See you See later, you. Caller 10. Uh, okay. Well, um, next we have... Well, uh, no, no, I, I have a thought. Oh, okay. Johnny was... had a thought. Johnny's Corner. Johnny's Corner. It's my fucking corner, guys. <laughs> What if when you feel like you're being watched, it's just your future self thinking about the moment you're currently in? It's like a little expecto patronum. Mm. <laughs> a little uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Is that what it is? Wingardium? No. The fuck? This is not Harry Potter. What's the, what's the spell? Wingardium. Is it Wingardium? Wingardium. Wingardium. I, I don't think there's an R. Wingardium. 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 I don't know, but that is uh, my thought of the day. Well, on that note, I think we should just cancel the podcast. Because everything's being canceled. It's Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in to the episode thanks to all our callers today callers one five ten 
no, one, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I think we we really skipped uh, the the lines uh, two through four, but we'll get them next time. No worries, keep calling. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at SFH underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the same handle. Send your comments, questions, concerns to SFHpodcasts at gmail.com. Don't forget, today is the last day that you can use the discount code for our merch uh, at the Teespring store. Link is in our Instagram bio. Shadow Facts for free shipping. So don't forget to get your order in today um, so you take advantage of that discount. And we will um, see the, you the, all. The, the last person to use that discount uh, gets a free T-shirt. You got to buy a free T-shirt to get a free T-shirt. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, buy one, get one free. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Next week. Adios. If you somehow enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram and give us a five-star review on wherever you happen to find this podcast. Welcome to Stupid Fat Hobbits Public Radio Network. In an effort to broaden our cultural perspective, we will now sing the last two lines of the Canadian National Anthem, because, as you know, it is 6.36 on a Friday. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Thank you for listening. This is Stupid Fat Hobbits Public Radio Network. We will see you next week.